Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And they're racing in the Melbourne Cup. Twilight Payment tries to break their heart. Now it's a clear kick. What a ride. What a win. In a cup we'll never forget. Hello once again, it's great to have your company on 10 Speaks Racing. And gents, this is the moment we've been waiting for. The Melbourne Cup Carnival is here, and of course you're going to see all the action live and free on Network 10. James Winks, David Gately, Nicholas Quinn from the tab. Sadly, there's no Brett, because Winksy said, I'm not turning up if she's here again, because I've got an inferiority complex because she just beats me week in, week out. How are you, Winksy? Yeah, very well, thank you. <laughs> um, just wrapped to be looking out at this magnificent view at the yeah, moment. we're on course. So it's great. Gives you, uh, yeah, geez, I wish I was still riding come this week. Favourite Flemington moment for you? Yeah, it would be Star Witness winning the Cool yeah. by a long way. Yeah, and closest you went in the Cup? Uh, finished eighth on one of Bart Cummings' uh, precedents. Okay, mm. and Bart said you should probably should have won? Uh, yeah. he, well, he actually, well, no, this is, he said you got too far back, boy. I said, yeah, well... I couldn't see over the back. There was a storm coming, and he was pulling. And uh, but yeah, we filled a what is it tenth? So we got we got a hundred and fifty grand. So it was sweet. He was a bit of a fierce going horse, wasn't he, Preston? He's a good horse, though. He was fierce, and like I said, over the back, he was a wet day. I'll never forget. It. I, I couldn't get a grip of him, and pulled and reefed and teared. But we got through it. Amazing. Uh, getting a, sl- uh, a slap from the uh, the legendary Bart yeah. Cummings. Yeah. Melbourne Cup too. Like, I was just a little maid. Like, <laughs> one of my least favourite to interview, Bart Cummings, because it's one-word answers. Bang, oh. he was so sharp, though, razor sharp. You would have interviewed him a fair few times, Quinny. And ironically, he tipped me precedence at $251 in pre-post betting for the Melbourne Cup. Only for Winksy to slaughter. A year out. <laughs> I think he'd Sorry, had a gut man. full of people asking him non-racing questions at an event. So when I said to him, oh, what about this progressive stay? You've got precedence. It's the most charismatic he ever was with me because all he wanted to do was then talk racing. And he said, I think it could be a long-range chance for the Cup. So, in all fairness, fairness, I did pick the ride up on the day. Brake Shin actually fell and broke his leg. So I I didn't have time to, you know... Dissect the race properly. I'm not blaming the jockey. It's just funny that you mentioned it, and that's the happiest I ever dealt with Bart. He was up and about there. Amazing. The angriest after So You Think got sold. Oh, yes. He was furious. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Matt Stewart's got some good stories about that. Did he actually, did you and Matt Stewart um, go to Bart's hotel at Crown, because Matt had to do a story, and Bart started punting on your tab account? Yes. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> he gave me $80 and he said, let's, let's have a little play with this. And he did some trifectas and first, well, might not have been a first ball, but no luck, but... Unlike Matt Stewart, Bart paid cash there and then. Right. Because I was going to say, did he win or did he lose? No, he lost. But it literally was having a beer because Matt was doing a story with him and he just wanted to have a chat for a while, but he was wound up like a clock that day. Yeah. So, because Matt tells the story that he never paid you because Matt wants everyone to yeah, <laughs> look like they never paid. <laughs> no, he definitely paid. All right. Hey, boys, let's get stuck into it. It is the Racing Purist Day, Derby Day. Penfolds, Victoria Derby Day. We'll look at the four group ones and then we'll get a few best bets throughout the program as well. What's the market doing in the Derby, Quinny? 
Gunstock is the new favourite. Throughout the course of the week, Forgot You was the market leader, but Forgot You's been 350 out to 440. Gunstock now a $4.20 favourite. Hitotsu continues to attract support now into $6 from $8 after the barrier draw. Tutakaka's been a firmer, $11 into $8.50, and then double figures or better the rest. If you're chasing a roughie, there's been specking for a couple of runners, including Jungle Magnate, who is favourite to the stable mate to the favourite, and has been $26 into $17. All right. Um, Winksy, I'll ask you, how many derbies did you ride in? I rode in a few, I think about three or four. How treacherous is a 2,500 metre start? And for the favourite gun stock, Jai McNeil, uh, he's drawn 19, he'll come in a couple with the emergencies. How, how bad a draw is that? Yeah, hard to win from out there. Um, as you can see from where we are now, the barrier is pretty much start at the clock. So you've got under a furlong or whatever to sort of get there. Under a furlong? Under a furlong. Under a furlong. Under a furlong. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to make it hard for him, but Joy is a Melbourne Cup winning jockey, so if he has any luck, the horse will run well. Who would you want to ride? Um, I'm a fan of Hitotsu. Okay. Uh, I thought he ran well the other day. Kiramar used to have pretty much freaks of getting these horses to peak over these trips and um, look not potting forgot you um, obviously deserves to be favorite I'm just thinking how long can an athlete peak at his top four he's not as though he makes it easy on himself in the run he's always sort of winning by a head and they got going at the half mile the other day and it was a race so um, look not saying you can't win but just got my reservations about him well it's interesting because I think you're a Hitotsu fan as well Gator is that right yeah, look, not, not, I'm not as effusive as, as James, but I just thought the price was, was probably wrong relative to Forgot You. They crossed the line together in the guineas. And I went back and watched the race, and he was niggled at the whole race, Hitotsu. So he was sort of, it was such a fast tempo. I think he was struggling to keep up, you know, to be in, in comfortable. You know, so he was probably just going at a bit of above uh, a relaxation sort of heart rate, um, aerobic sort of capacity. But then on and through the line, you watch him, and he's powering. You know, he's powering through the line. 16 to 2,500 is not easy, you know, and the history from the guinea straight into the derby is horrendous. So the last horse to have come through the Caulfield guineas without a run in between and win a derby, it was, you were in your teens, 1956, mm. Monte Carlo. I was just coming back from the Second World. Well, yeah, no, it was awkward. History is made to be broken, correct? Absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I think, look, I think they're not worried about it, the stable. So why should I be? You know. And if one stable can do it, they, you know, clean the doors. Everywhere, properties everywhere to be able to get their miles into their legs. So yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought that would be a problem, but still, it's uncharted waters. Has there been any money for Tutakawa? Yeah, it has been specced eleven dollars into eight fifty. The fourth elected that quote. I know the Geelong Derby trial hasn't been a great reference in, in recent years other than the mighty confrontational unfortunately <laughs> not going to the derby last year but gee he was strong i thought yeah no he'll stay you know it's it's um there's no doubt about that the problem you've got is you know you look at marathon times for humans and some can run it in two hours and 38 others it takes about five hours i think he's probably a um four hour okay <laughs> so he'll run the trip just not fast, just enough. Not fast enough forget use the glamour cult and maybe if he wins the derby, they're thinking about a Melbourne Cup. Wowee. Well, um, what he is, every time he runs, he's the strongest home. Equal strongest home in the fastest gears in history. Strongest home again in the Vars, despite being hard at it, 700 from home. That tells you he's going to stay. It's just a matter, as Winksy said, if he can back up another tough run, he need to be an iron horse, but he's in good hands as well. Mm. Quinny, where do you sit? 
It's a fascinating one. And a question for Gator. We often speak about runners after they have a luckless run in transit, and sometimes we get more forgiving if we know they should have finished closer. With Tutakaka in the Geelong Classic, it was a perfect ride. Do you sometimes mm. have to factor that in, the fact that it was a really good win, but everything went to script? Yeah, I think that becomes a factor from a full perspective if you can see a similar scenario, sorry, an opposite scenario happening. So um, say if they draw one, um, get a rails trail run, and then the next start, same track and trip, they draw 11, you know, and they might be posted. So things like that certainly come into to the form. But I, I, I factor in less about bad luck than, than some, I think. Last year we had the fairy tale story, Johnny Get Angry, Dennis Pagan winning. I think this year's fairy tale star, a story would be Linda Meach. If she could come back and win the derby, riding Commander Harry, after becoming a mum, that's just a phenomenal story. Could you, well, you can't imagine, uh, <laughs> but how tough physically would it be to come back and ride at the peak because she's flying at the moment yeah she's absolutely airborne riding that crest of the wave i think the great thing about oh, without putting words in her mouth but she's not thinking about things she's just doing them and it, it's coming off so that's what you want to do when you're in a derby as we said there's a short run to the first corner and linda won't think about she'll just do something like she did at the valley and nelly got the chocolates so you know, Linda wasn't always one that struggled with her weight, so the physical part of it I wouldn't have thought would be too hard. But look, she has had a baby, so without going down that path, but she looks back like she's back fit and her, her mental state's as good as any. There's plenty of research around um, females, athletes, once they become pregnant and come back to, the, to their, their chosen sport, that it actually helps them. There's uh, physiological advantages from being pregnant. So... You know, um, riding's different to running a 10k or a marathon, but there are similarities. It, it takes a level of fitness and endurance. Yeah, well, she's certainly riding magnificently. Well, do you give Commander Harry a chance? Well, he must have one. I mean, he matched motors with Hitotsu a couple of runs ago, and then he made Forgot You work to beat him last time. I know it was 100 to 1, but he doesn't know that. He's, he's run well against the two favourites. Mm. All right, let's whip around the room. Uh, Derby, tip, Gator. Team Hitotsu. I'm backing two of them. I'm backing Forgot You and Atotsu and making money on the race. Oh, we? Gee, same ownership group could be a, a big, big day. I'm a Hitotsu, but if Forgot You turns up and not tired, I think he wins. Gee, this worries me because I, I like Hitotsu as well. Uh, wow. We're all in the Hitotsu camp. Is there one at a big price? Am I crazy? But, geez, I love the way T Waters hit the line last start. He was good in the worst part of the track. I like the way he hit the line as well. Um, yeah, you can certainly make a case there. Him and Cerberus are a good roughy for mine. They're both in the right. mix. Um, currently, T Waters, I have to go right down, which is always a good sign. Mm. Currently $19. Oh, I thought you could have done better than that. Well, 26 when I looked before, so someone's listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. That's the Victoria Derby, the Penfolds Victoria Derby. Let's have a look at the three other Group 1s 
and uh, the Coolmore Stud Stakes. This is the race that makes millionaires, and <laughs> we will see a few go around here. What's the market doing, Quinny? The money has come for in the Congo, 550 into 420, the new favourite at that quote. Extreme Warrior, a $4.40 second elect. Plaley at seven, Artorius nine, Home Affairs 11, then $15 or better the rest. 17 down the Flemington straight. Wixie, how much is luck going to play a part? Yeah, well, it will depend on where we've got to be. Um, I'm sure is there a couple of straight races before it? At least one. Yes, yep. so, well, one, yeah. Uh, hopefully the rain stays away, track's fair. It's going to be a great spectacle. You mightn't think you have a lot of people go, oh, you've only got to go straight, but I've always felt sort of if you could just be covered up that one pair back, following one down the straight, it was always a bit of an advantage because obviously horses have thought to go around a circle. But um, in saying that, you're going to have, I'd say, in the Congo leading and we know Gay Waterhouse won't be leaving any stone unturned, so they might have to catch him. Sydney form be the Melbourne form gator in the lead up. Who do you, who do you have rated higher? Well, I mean, the Sydney form's very easy to like, given it's around Animo, who's just nearly won a Cox Plate. Um, and they're running really fast times. The left field is Extreme Warrior, who comes through the Blue Sapphire, and he smashed the clock as well. Uh, he won by a big space with huge margins behind him. Horses he was thrashing in that race, like Scissor Step, Minx Moment, they were coming off wins, and, and Scissor Step then ran second in generation last week, and he's beaten them out of sight. So um, I'm leaning to him, but all of the dangers, uh, Home Affairs in the Congo, Paul Alley, all come through the Sydney form. So I, I'm having a, um, a bet each way there to answer your question. Mm. What do you do with Artorias yeah. and, and Gate 4? Look, I think he gets run off his feet. You know, I've been wrong before, and I wouldn't talk out of backing him because he's probably the best horse in it. But I can see him at the 500, 600 metre mark being last and hard ridden and not better to keep up. He'll be flying late. But they'll be back in the winner's stall getting their ribbon on. Them. He'll, be, he'll be hitting the line. They'll all be finished. Uh, I just think he'll be run off his feet. But don't let me talk anyone out if you want to back him because he might just be too good, be in touch and run over him. Wouldn't you love to know what he's going to do the first 10 metres of the race as well? Because he just keeps shooting himself in the foot and it's such a disadvantage so early in the race and yeah. against these top liners, you just can't do that. Yeah, you're right. And look at him in the Golden Rose. It was a fast run, 1,400 metre race. Crazy. He couldn't keep up there. Yeah. How's he going to keep up at 1,200? I'm just, I'm thinking, I, I like him. And I, I'm just thinking up the straight will suit him. Yep. Uh, I think on a, when, the, when you start on a circle, you naturally go quicker to get to your spot. Where here, I'm hoping, you know where he'll be the first couple of strides, he'll be out the back because he's not going to step. That's just what he does. But I'm hoping he's not that 10, 15 lengths off him or happen to work around a circle. It's a straight race. And I think, like Gladys said, if he's, in, if he's intact, I think he can run over the top of him. It's, it's going to be a duck and dive ride, isn't it? And the great man to do it. And you've got the right pilot. The least of your worries. Are you surprised to see in the Congo so well backed? Not really, because he keeps running well. He keeps running fast time. I mean, sometimes we overthink it. I'm guilty of it more than anyone, of overanalyzing things. He's just going to run fast for a long time. You know, so he's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> what about Pillayli? Oh, I still wanted to collect from the Manicato, but they've decided to come here. Is he the best of the Godolphin three? Well, probably. Uh, I think he brings in certainly the, the strongest uh, time sort of rating, if you like. Like, he runs the fastest sort of figures. So, you know, he gave in the Congo a bit of a scare. Um, he's beaten that horse. 
So he's, uh, for me, yes, that answers that, but I wouldn't talk you out of the others again either. All right. We can see who you're with in the Coolmore. Yeah, I'm Arturis. You're the cool, only Coolmore winner here. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, I thought he was going to mention that yes. when talking about how the race is run and won. I lost a bottle of wine to Brit on that as well. We were talking oh, about well, way. when I won it, I just pointed at him and I said, well, boy, at the furlong, and then just said, go, boy, and he just went, whoosh. <laughs> <laughs> then I looked over the back, it was about to rain, so it was good. But uh, <laughs> I am... Artorius, for all the reasons we've explained, I think if he's in, you know, if he's in contention or if they hit the course proper and he's he's behind them rather than three lengths off them, I think he can beat them. And I think one at the other end of the scale who's in the Congo who's going to be up on speed. Quinny, I like Min- Minsk moment. Sixty-one dollars oh. the win, fourteen wow. the place. Yes. So you, you talked me into backing out with you earlier. Have we got the ticket alive on him? Absolutely, we do at the slight unders, albeit before last start. But I'm just anticipating this race will be very competitive with 100 to go. And I like the runners with the high draws, hopefully down the outside and can be in the finish at the big odds. Oh, it's such a tricky race, this. Falili, I think, is the one of the Sydney horses and the Cummings horses I like, but I just can't get out of my head how, how explosive Extreme Warrior was. And this is a horse that they... They didn't even have in the in their minds. It was all about profit. Profit here, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, yep. Price and and Mickey. Mick was it's pretty almost flat. like this horse surprised them as well. Yeah, he came in nice, and Matt Hilda joined us too. But he's yeah. um, <laughs> yeah, he he does look exciting, and he's probably still on the upward trajectory too. All right, Extreme Warrior for me yeah. and Palela, you. I'm Extreme Warrior and Home Affairs. All right, uh, that is race number seven, the Coolmore Stud Stakes, the Tab Empire Rose. Quinny, what's the market doing? The Tab Empire Rose for those playing at home. That is a race. Number five. five on the program. Lucky we're not live. And the money has come here for Tafane. $4 into three fifty in the last 24 hours. Was still a $6 chance last Sunday. Clearly the best backed runner. Mystic Journey now a five fifty second elect. Colette's been a little bit soft. $6 out to 7 Certainly on weather watch with her. Then Flying Mascot a $9.50 chance. But Tafane has been terrific without winning this preparation. Punters anticipate it will be fourth time lucky. Gee, this is a good race. Um, and... There's five or six of them going for the million dollar bonus in this race as well, so it becomes very, very rich indeed. Uh, Winksy, if you could ride one, who would it be? Um, Tafani, soft draw, C. Williams, back to mare's grade, a lot of ticks, a lot of ticks for me. Um, I think she's got into the right race, um, although I was very impressed with Flying Mascot the other day. I know it's a grey below and on a wet track, but gee, she exploded, so the question mark would be to me with that. Would have Tom Daberty come here if the million dollar bonus wasn't there? That would be my only question mark. Hmm. Yeah, look, it is, it's a fabulous race because what I can actually do is make a, a really strong case for probably seven runners. Um, I think Tefano probably deserves to be favourite. I think the one box she hadn't really ticked until last start was the 600 metre one. She loomed to win a, a McIvory Devon. It turns out incentivise was too strong. Turns out reasonable form. But she didn't power through the line. Went to the, the Turak with 58 against a quality male, four-year-old, and, and really made him win, made him work to beat her. So I think she, now that she's ticked that box, she, she's, she's the favourite for me, yeah. And the one to beat? Uh, plenty of dangers. I think Emiliana's going to run a race. Um, and flying mascot Colette if the rain comes, but Tefano on top. I was going to say, does it, does it need to be wet for Colette? Look, I think it's advantage her. She's run well on dry ground behind some pretty smart ones, but it's... Um, there's no doubt she's a length or two better with the jar out of the track, yeah, no doubt. 
Quinny, what price is Amaralina? 17 the win, oh, oh, 60 the place. So, Gator, your on-top selection to Farnade around the 350 mark and Amaralina around the $4.60 quote the place. Mm. Which one would you rather back? Uh, well, I'm going to back who I think will win. So I'll back to Farnade, but I'll certainly have a save a bit on Emiliano at that price. Yeah. What about the Teddy girls? Well, I know love for Still a Star, who is the fairy tale story of the weekend with Bill Ryan and also Mystic Journey. She's a ripper, still a star. Great will to win. Um, she's going to run well. I think there'll be horse in front of her at the end of the race, though. And Mystic Journey, I would have been keen on her if she drew yeah. wide. I just don't love her inside horses. She doesn't go anywhere near as well, I don't think. She was and beaten in this last year, wasn't she, from an inside draw beat? That's right. She couldn't, yeah. and, and she maybe looked a little bit flat the last 200 when she got out, but she didn't have much space earlier. All her great wins, even when she sat three wide three and one wide in the all-star yeah, mile. So, yeah. just, that's she, her go. She likes it. That's yeah. her. Just give her air. What about Hungry Heart? If she, I think if this was 2,000 metres, she'd be right on top for me. I just wonder if she's looking for further. But, um, look, she's high class. She must have a case if Emiliana does. She yeah. keeps beating her. Great Who, race. And the other one that I would give a, a hope to is, is Steinem, if it had drawn a, a bit of a better gate. What price is Steinem? Steinem is currently at $31, so one of the ones at longer odds. And there has been money for another one of the long shots in number 10, Cyril Miss, who's been 23 in from 31 today. Yeah, that barrier draw's painful, though, isn't it? What do they do from 15? Yeah, they need a, they need a plan or a bit of luck or both. Yep. <laughs> Preferably both. All right, Tefane, the one to beat, but I'm going to be cheering still a star home here, Winksy. Yeah, Tefane. I'm Tefane, but I'd Tefane. love to see, to see Flying Mascot win for me, but we've played McDougall. Yeah, I think I'll, yeah, I'm going Tefane and Emiliana, but uh, a few for the quaddy. And the last of the group ones is the Kennedy Cantala over the mile. Quinny, what's the market? There's no form like winning form, and punters anticipate that Mr. Brightside will be the one to beat once more, a $4.40 market leader. Arameo on the second line of betting at eight. Charlotte, eight fifty. Then it's double figures or better the rest. Of the runners at longer odds, Cascadians had support, $16 into 12. JD and Ben Hayes have done an amazing job with this horse, Mr Brightside. He's, he's won six in a row. It'll be some effort to keep that winning streak to culminate with a group one. Yeah, they've done a great training performance and the horse gets in with 52 soft draw on speed yeah you can't see why not obviously probably it has to go to another level but we can't see why he can't jesus is going to be run at a break next week this is going to be a proper mile race you've got um buffalo river and what was the other dude um, gay's horse yeah like they're going to go there's going to be no sitting up here so you're going to need to run a mile that's for sure agree it'll be a test of endurance so um he's an interesting one mr brightside obviously picket fence winning form behind him stacking up being a handicap gives him a chance. You know, if it's weight for age, he's probably cooked. But I think being a handicap, I think he's in the picture. What about a high pressure mile for him? Well, we don't. We just don't know. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, what he has been able to adapt to in his career so far, he's won really well off a slow speed and really well off a fast speed. So that's a good sign. Does a, a high pressure fast race play into the hands of Shao? Yes. Um, and Cascadian and Ice Bath because they've all drawn out to sit back, come wide and swoop down the outside. So if they get a, a fast run race, which is likely, I mean, Cascadian was enormous in this last year. Mm. But he had 53 and a half, so it's a bit harder with 57 and a half if my physics are still working. <laughs> brain. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so he's in the game, but it's, 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 a, it's a greater challenge. Quinny, Zutori, first time at a mile, is there any love? Not really, a little soft in the market, 34 the win, 9 the place. Could you make a case or you've got to see it before you believe it? Look, I think I think he won at a mile, didn't he, as a younger horse, but I, I think... It's, Did he? It, he has too. It's a different race, this is a group one, and he's got to carry weight because of what he's achieved. He looked like a mile the last start, it took him an hour to wind up, and then, he went, and then he hit the line, but others ahead. 
The Superstorm's the other one that's yeah, probably got like the, the quality. What do you think? I like him. For the reasons that we mentioned this Cascadia, they're going to be in that swooping line. Just with whether how far back they get, and I think the key to a race like this, you don't want to be too far back where you have to use your turn of foot to get to them and then bottom out. So whether or not they're a pair too far back, and that, and that is the case, but I, I like Superstorm. And she... Mick Kent Jr. gave a massive push for Quantum Mechanic when I had a chat to him on RSN. What price is Quantum Mechanic? 19 the win, 5 the place. I reckon that's overs. You throw her in. Yeah, she's my second pig. I think she's terrific value in the race. No luck at a key stage in the Turak. I think she should have been much closer to Tefana, who'd be, you know, right in the betting here. So with Thunderstruck. Boys, round the room. Winksy, who are you with? Superstorm. Mr. Brightside. Arameo, Quantum Mechanic, my saver value thing. Yeah, I'm going to have a little something each way on Quantum Mechanic at $19. I think it's a, a, an unbelievable price. They're the four Group 1s. Gator, is there anything else on the, the Derby program that catches your eye? Well, I think Brooklyn Hustle can win. Um, she hasn't had much luck at all. Had plenty against her. Myriad of excuses so far. Uh, she nearly won a new market. Well, arguably, should have gone close in a new market here one day. So I'm with her as the best, but concede... Um, I struggled to find a best over the nine races. Tough, tough day. Yeah. Quinny, have you got a best? I certainly do. Unfortunately, one of my bests is taking on oh. Brooklyn Hustle on like Oxley Road, oh, race boy. four, number seven. Hang on, this is a side bet, isn't I, it? I feel I'm a with side him. Bet. I'm with him. I'm with him. I'm with him. So. Oh, there we go. I'm with him. Mate. Like Oxley Road. Yeah, yeah. You've got no money or wine left. <laughs> <laughs> well, give me a chance to get it back. <laughs> and Great House, unless they scratch and go straight into the Melbourne Cup, it's probably yeah. hard to beat in race two. It does indeed. What do we do with September runner, my last? She, uh, look... I, I sacked her after last time. Oof. I think the stable nearly did. But um, we thinking back to the black shorts, back to her favourite track. She has to get another go. I mean, she trialled great here last Friday. We see she looked terrific. So I, I'm giving her another. I'm forgiving. I'm a forgiving sort of guy, Michael. <laughs> you know, I know. Oh, no, I have to give her another go. She she's proved. What did she win up here? The Lightning. Cool more this Coolmore. day last year. She won the Lightning. Won the Lightning. Yeah, like you know. Uh, I'm close. You make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Was that when Brooklyn Hustle ran in the race? Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, can win, but got to see it first. All right. I'm going to try and start the day well. Hmm. Oh. This predetermined. He's drawn a good gate. He's got the Caulfield Guineas form line. If he drew a better gate than the Guineas, he probably runs top five. What price can we get in the first? 370, the second elect at that quote, Fangirl has been popular. Fangirl's a nice filly, but uh, I think Predator comes to a faster race. Simple as that. I'm with you, Michael. I think um, he's the one, uh, you know, if he can run that well, in he was fourth fastest time in that last 200. If he can run to that mark, he'll win. Yep. All right. I think. Make sure you tune in. Network 10, all the Derby Day coverage. It kicks off at midday. It is going to be a cracking Derby Day. And we'll come back and do a little special for the Melbourne Cup oh. podcast as well. So... We won't ask for your Melbourne Cup selections now until we've got the final field and the barrier draw. Hopefully, we're cashed up after Derby Day. Have a good day, gents. Great work. Thank Have you. a great day for those of you who are listening. Great to hear you once again on 10 Speaks Racing.